Welcome to the weekend wrap up. This is Zoe, the intern here at KLRC. Maybe you're like me and you don't catch everything on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. I'm sharing highlights from Mark and Christie's morning show, Middays with Isaac and Robert, and The Drive Home with Anson and Kara. Let's see what they've been up to this week. This is a positive difference story. I have seen flood all of the news outlets and headlines, and it is indeed pretty miraculous. Here's Mark and Christy. Unbelievable story. There was a tragic plane crash that happened in Colombia, and four survivors are all siblings, a 13-year-old, a 9-year-old, a 4-year-old, and an 11-month-old. Unbelievable already. And they've survived 40 days in the Amazon jungle. That's crazy. Yeah. I think I would probably survive like three hours. <laughs> and just be I, like... Yeah, I would eat the wrong flour right. and it would be game over. Yeah. So that's what blows my mind is just a 13-year-old... Yeah. And she's the big sister. Uh-huh. Shout out to her. Oh, yeah. Because you know unreal. she instantly was like head of the family. I got to mm-hmm. keep my siblings alive. And for 40 days, it says they lived off nuts. Just whatever they could find in the rainforest. They had to build shelters. And you just wonder, like, what are all the mm-hmm. creatures and animals? I mean, all the dangers that you have to try to avoid. Oh, yeah. For 40 days. I mean, it's a miracle. Like, somehow God just said, okay. Yeah. I'm going to help and protect you here. It's unbelievable. And it, all the adults on board did not make it right. Correct. But, yep. but those four... Did and they were the only kids. That's it. So yeah, all the all siblings, all survived. That's just and then forty days, unbelievable. There was a a search team of more than one hundred soldiers and search dogs from the Colombian army who've been looking for them. And again, forty days, and they finally found they found some hair ties and a baby bottle, and that's what helped lead them to the kids. The president of the country declared joy for the country after the finding. That's unbelievable story. 40 days. Yeah. How many days do you think you would make it, Mark? I don't know that I could even do the three hours on you. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I think like, that would be my fall, would be I would eat something. That's that, the thing. I don't I don't you know. know what to do, what not to do. Yeah. I, I'd probably just be like, okay. Or I'd trip over the snake. <laughs> Yeah. And then while I'm laying there, right. then the tiger walks by. It would just be, be a big mess. I mean, it's the Amazon forest. I know. 13 years old, 9, 4, and 11 months old. That is just unreal to yep. me. It's a miracle. I think my problem is I think I'd be able to last longer than Mark and Christy because I've watched a lot of National Geographic. I will somehow know exactly what to do to survive and make it. But in all seriousness, I scream when I see a house spider or a mouse, so there's no way I'd be okay. Up next, Mark and Christy got some one-on-one time chatting with Chaplain Justin between the Bible or not game. And this is a topic I think we can all relate to. Uh, we'll get to that in just a little bit. Do you have a theme for us? Yes, temptation. <laughs> okay. Are you guys excited? <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know what? I mean, let's do it. I, I think that's definitely something we need to take a look at. And, and yeah. speaking of that, okay. So since we're talking about real, temptation. All of, I mean, if you're human, yeah. if you got a beating heart. Yeah. I would say constant, know, too. You know what it's like. Yeah. 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 
constant temptation, I would say, and for everyone um, in different areas. So, okay, speaking to that. So for all of us trying to navigate temptation, Mm -hmm. like how do we even handle that? Because, you know, Paul talks about even he struggled with temptation. In Romans 7, he talks about, man, what a wretched man I am. Mm -hmm. You know, who will rescue me from this body of death? Basically, he said, I'm constantly at war with my flesh and... So what are your thoughts on that? He he was tempted. Mm-hmm. So how, how would you say we should navigate that? Yeah, I would go a step further in that passage. He's basically admitting failure. Mm-hmm. So not just that he struggled, but that he's failed, that he's a sinner, wretched man that I am. And so who will deliver me? And then he says, praise be to God, uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And so um, I think about Jesus in the wilderness. He's the only one who fought temptation and won. And then, of course, he, he fought it in an ultimate way throughout his life, but the cross and resurrection, right? Yeah. So, uh, and it's interesting because the Bible actually does not say, like, fight temptation. Mm-hmm. It says avoid. It says flee temptation. So it's like, Jesus already won. Thank, thanks be to God. You know, yeah. he has the victory. Now get out of there. <laughs> That's what he's done. Escape, flee, avoid. Those are the things we do in temptation. I wonder if like the second layer of temptation is to try fight it. Like, you know, oh, so, yeah. you know I'm struggling with something mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the enemy of my soul jumps in and I'm like, all right, why don't you just fight this? Mm-hmm. Right? Which is exactly not what he is asking for yeah. us to do. One, one of the best things to do, I think it sounds counterintuitive, but admit defeat and get out of there mm. because... Jesus already has given us the victory. And so, okay, say I am <clears throat> watching uh, a movie. Something uh, kind of uh, pricks my heart, my conscience. Turn it off. Get up and get out of the room. Mm-hmm. Period. Don't think. Don't wrestle. Don't wonder, oh, pros and cons. Or, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like this. But, no, just get up and get out, get yeah. out of there. And you can say the same thing for a food issue. for And all these things are easier said than done, for sure. Right. But a lot of times we make things more complicated than the Bible does when it mm. comes to temptation. Jesus is victorious. Get out of there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I, I think, too, just bringing things to the light probably helps yeah. um, av- avoid temptation in a way. Mm. I mean, you're still going to be tempted, but maybe helps you flee, maybe um, just admitting confessing talking mm-hmm. about what you're struggling with mm-hmm. i think that could be a big part of it too yeah so maybe kind of step one get out of there yeah step two phone a friend phone a friend that's one of the yeah. uh, lifelines uh-huh. who wants to be a millionaire it's not a bad option okay mm-hmm. that's good stuff right. thank yeah. you chaplain justin just telling you what the bible says <laughs> i'm i'm tempted to win today <laughs> yeah, okay we play our bible game all right The idea of running away from our temptations really got to me. I don't think I've ever done that. I think it's like Mark said, wrestling with it or debating it, trying to get away with it instead of just running at first sight. Kind of convicted me a bit, but that's good. Up next, some exciting news. We're announcing winners for the Feel the Love Challenge, our AC giveaway, trying to make a positive difference in our community by giving the gift of cool air. Here's one of those special winners. Hi, good morning. Is this Jessica? Yes, hi. Hey, Jessica, it's Mark and Christy from KLRC. How are you? Good, how are you? We are great. We just want to call and talk to you a little bit about your grandparents. You said that they may need an AC unit, and we were just wanting you to tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, um, 
So they live in Arkansas now, but they had moved from Oklahoma probably about six or seven years ago whenever they went into retirement. Um, they bought a trailer up here, and it's not insulated very well. So when it comes to the summertime and the wintertime, they get real hot and cold. And um, I was listening to the radio, and I heard that you guys were doing the AC giveaway. And, you know, I try to do as much as I can for them, but being a single parent, I can't really do too much. And so when I heard about that, I was just wanting to nominate them to see if they could get it. Well, let's make it happen. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. How old are they? Um, they're like, my grandpa's 73, my grandma is 67. Yeah, we need to make sure that they're taken care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's what's very cool. Thank you to Sam's Furniture and some other generous KLRC listeners. We're going to hook them up with a really nice, brand new portable air conditioning unit. So when it starts heating up this summer, they're going to be taken care of, okay? That is so amazing. Thank you guys so much. If you still want to be involved or learn more about the challenge, you can visit klrc.com. Now let's switch over to Robert from Middays. Because teachers are amazing, it's no surprise that they will go above and beyond for their students. But I am surprised that one teacher literally went above and beyond for his students. My name's Robert on 90.9 KLRC. Let me tell you about Chris Meyer. He's a PE teacher out of Southside School in Shelton, Washington, and he truly believes in the power of reading. Yeah, he's not teaching reading, but he wants his kids to read over the summer. And so to inspire them, uh, Miss Mr. Meyer connected with a guy named Luke Akins, who is famous from 2016 when Luke took a 25,000 foot jump from a plane without a parachute and landed safely in the net below. So Mr. Myers is like, well, I want to do something like that, but with a parachute. So Luke agreed to do a tandem jump with Mr. Meyer from 14,000 feet in the air, and Mr. Meyer brought his iPad and said, I'm going to read to you kids from this high up, and the kids had voted on the book. Mr. Brown can moo, can you? Yes, a Dr. Seuss book. So Mr. Meyer read that book to those kids from way up in the air, hopefully inspiring them to read. And he says, you know what? The sky's the limit when you get into reading. Maybe you've noticed this in your life, too, but um, kindness isn't always convenient. And you know what? That's okay. I'm Robert on 90.9 KLRC, reading Tanya's story online, and she was coming out of her local shopping center in her town, and there was this older lady that looked lost, just kind of standing outside the door. And so Tanya was asking, um, what's going on? And the lady said, I don't know where I parked my car. I snapped a photo of it like I normally do, but I still can't find it. And so Tanya realized, okay, this is a unique situation because that shopping center was going through some redevelopment. So there's all kinds of construction around. Things do look a little weird. Tanya said, you know what? I'm going to help you find this car. Uh, So they went up and down the aisles. I mean, they looked car after car trying to find this lady's uh, vehicle. And it took them about 30 minutes before they did indeed locate this older lady's vehicle. And she couldn't believe that Tanya would take the time to help 
help her like that. Tanya said I was happy to do it. Plus, I got my steps in too. 90.9 KLRC. Hi, I'm Robert, and do you remember what it was like to raise a puppy? See, in my house, we have three dogs. One of them is a puppy a little over seven months old. His name is Bentley, and Bentley is in that stage where he will chew on just about anything, and he has really low standards uh, when it comes to what he chooses, and we try to provide him with a bunch of things. We've bought a whole bunch of different dog bones. They've got flavoring in them. They're fun. They last a long time. Well, I walk down the stairs and I find him chewing on something that I was like, what? Why would you want that? He found the litter box scooper from the cat box and he's chewing on that. You cannot tell me that tastes better than the doggy bones we've been investing in. I don't get it. I know Bentley pretty well. Sometimes he comes in and visits us at the radio station and he gives the cutest puppy hugs. But now, now that I've heard this story, I think I'm going to look at Bentley just a little bit differently now that I know where his mouth has been. Gross. Up next is the drive home with Anson and Kara. You know, Kara, when you go to the beach, there's one aspect of playing in the ocean that can be kind of fun or distressing Uh depending on your perspective. Sure. And that is you're sharing the water with a lot of other creatures. Yeah. Right? So maybe you're hanging out, swimming in the waves, and someone rather close to you goes, look, it's a... Oh, what is yeah. something that you might hear at the end of that sentence? I mean, my worst fear is the uh, it's a, it's a shark. Right, <laughs> that would definitely be more on the distressing side. Yeah, no thanks. But maybe like a starfish, there a jellyfish, some little minnows. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff you might expect. Maybe even a dolphin. A dolphin, that'd that be like be cool. Really cool. That'd be cool. A crowd of vacationers in Destin last week kind of had this experience. Uh huh. But the end of that sentence did not finish the way oh. we were talking about, okay. or like you would expect. Someone said, "Look, it's a." Bear? What? <laughs> in the in the ocean? Yeah. No. There was a baby black bear Aww. that was hanging out in this really crowded area of a Destin beach. Oh my god! It just kind of comes walking up out of the shallows, <laughs> like he just was living with the Little Mermaid somewhere just or something. Just hanging out, you know. And just swimming and playing around in the water like, like everybody else. Like you do. Yeah. Wow. Luckily, it was a little bear cub, Aww. so not super threatening. That's good. Or anything like that. I mean, he just wanted to play in the water too. Yeah, but this video now is going viral of all these people going like, what in the world? That's a, there's a bear <laughs> in the ocean? I, I don't know. I guess yeah. maybe he was on vacation too. Yeah, must have been. It's summertime, the season for vacations and for some people, camping. My husband and I have gotten into camping in the last few years. Yeah. And I say camping uh-huh. with quotes because it's more like glamping. Ah. Uh. Because real people who are like hardcore campers. Yes. They're intense, y'all. Like, and if you are one of those, literally, more, right? More power. Yeah, <laughs> you're literally intense. <laughs> Didn't even mean to do that. Yes, literally, you are intense, and you are an intense person. I'm so I admire you, but I cannot <laughs> be that, not for you. that kind of camper. And I ran across a really funny, like, satirical piece today by Emily King that I just had to share. Yes. About said person. Okay. It's titled, You're Going to Love Camping, According to Me, Your Outdoorsy Friend. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> it starts out this way. You're going to love camping. Trust me. It's awesome. The multi-mile hike to the campsite is super rewarding. <laughs> Carrying your clothes, shelter, water, and food on your back uh-huh. is an incredible way to connect with your body. Yeah. Don't worry about slowing us down. If you can't keep up, it's not a problem because the group doesn't wait for stragglers. 
We'll check in on you, though, and you'll just let us know that you're okay by right. continuously yelling, no, really, I'm okay, <laughs> while gasping for air. Sounds about right. Yep. Building shelter with the rest of the group is super fulfilling. It's like one big group project where everyone is expected to have the skill set of a mechanical engineer and the dexterity <laughs> of a Cirque du Soleil acrobat <sighs> as we orient a giant pane of polyester across a tangled web of bendy metal poles. <laughs> it's surprisingly cozy spending hours in a synthetic triangle while your usual shelter, which costs thousands and comes with Wi-Fi, television, and access to modern plumbing, sits vacant. Who needs that junk anyway? You won't even miss it. Y'all, so true. I will stick to glamping. Thank you very much. We live in pretty divided, hostile times. Mm, that's the truth. And sometimes, because of that, I think I'm tempted to think that sharing my faith with others comes down to like winning an argument, mm, right? Like I yeah. know the truth, but in order to be able to convince someone else that I'm right, mm. I have to fight with them right? right. and I have to win. <laughs> oh yeah. But Blaise Pascal, a philosopher once said, essentially that in order to attract others to faith in Jesus, we must first show that Christianity is desirable. Make people wish the gospel were true, he says, wow. and then show that it is. Yeah. Gavin Ortland points out that while the message Jesus died for your sins is true and it's important, calling people sinners straight away doesn't necessarily make them desirous of Jesus. <laughs> right. Go figure, right? right? And in our age of disenchantment and depression, we need to identify God himself as the answer to that modern despair, mm. right? Like God is the only ultimate source of rest and fulfillment. Mm. God is to modern despair what food is to hunger. Yeah. And that is why forgiveness of sins is such good news, right? Mm. It brings us into fellowship with God himself. Mm. And in the gospel, all that the human heart longs for with respect to love and justice and pretty much everything else mm. has glorious meaning and fulfillment. So in the gospel, we have the message for which modern hearts ache. We have the food for which the world is perishing with hunger. Hmm. But as Pascal said, first, we must make people wish that we're true hmm. and then show them that it is. Wow. I was, ironically enough, driving home while listening to the radio when I heard Anson share this. And it really hit me. That right there. That is the gospel, isn't it? To share the message of Jesus, that Jesus came not to condemn the world, but to save it. Such a powerful reminder. Thank you so much for listening to this week's wrap up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might have missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.